Welcome back to the show. You are listening to Talking Your Way to Change, the podcast that educates you about optimal mental health and psychotherapy. I am the host, Dr. Banker, and I'm coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I want to thank all of you listeners who have been coming on this journey with me. I am now venturing into the second season. This has been a profound learning journey as I learned to navigate the podcasting industry. Although it has been challenging, connecting with other mental health specialists and diving into the psychological research allows me to fill my own cup. If you are enjoying Talking Your Way to Change, thanks for tuning in. Please consider subscribing to the show. Subscribing is one of the ways for me to reach broader audiences. Also, if you think the content is worthwhile, share it with a friend. I am practicing my social media skills, and you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Now, let's get into today's episode. So let's talk about your mindset. Understanding the mechanisms that drive anxiety, the purpose of anxiety, the value of it, can help you transform it. This is a mindset shift. Struggling with anxiety is often the symptom of an underlying crisis that gives us an opportunity to go within ourselves and begin a path of healing. In my work with clients and personal experience, anxiety and for some panic attacks are the first indication that there could be unconscious material, internal conflict stemming from the past present that needs attention. The other component is learning how to manage your anxiety and using science-based strategies and skills at work. What mindset do we need to help us transform anxiety into motivation for self-healing and growth? It can be a powerful step to realize that anxiety is a signal that you need to make some kind of change in your life. People are not often motivated to improve their mental health unless they are uncomfortable. Sometimes they have to be really uncomfortable. Often, anxiety is the catalyst for this change. If we want to move beyond symptom management into heal anxiety, we often have to make changes in our lifestyles. We might have to confront personality characteristics, examine internal conflicts, and or resolve interpersonal conflicts. Let's look at longstanding personality patterns. If I'm passive and lack assertiveness, it is likely that I am going to take on responsibilities of others to the detriment of my own needs. Then I'm likely to feel resentment. And the resentment, I might not even allow myself to fully identify. And since I don't do that, what I do feel is anxious. Most people who struggle with codependency have anxiety. Their anxiety perpetuates their overfunctioning, and their overfunctioning perpetuates their anxiety. For some people, the cure for anxiety is actually allowing themselves to feel emotions that they are running from. In part, this might be motivated from wanting to stay unconscious about the conflict. If I allow myself to identify and recognize that I am angry about something, then I am more likely to feel the need to take action to meet my own needs. This is uncomfortable. Anxiety tends to immobilize people 
and anger tends to mobilize them. That's why it's a good idea to feel anger versus the anxiety. But it takes a lot of courage to become the person you were meant to be. Anxiety can be a condition and a syndrome on its own, but more often it is a byproduct of unconscious, unresolved conflict. A quote that I love is, anxiety is a universal currency of affect, in a sense that every emotion can be converted into. Anxiety comes in lots of shapes and sizes. Various conditions exist, such as generalized anxiety disorder, panic disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder. There's uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. And there are a variety of treatment strategies, depending on which diagnosis a person is given. But oftentimes, the strategies that benefit anxiety in general are helpful despite those presentations. Most commonly prescribed treatments in psychotherapy include relaxation skills, cognitive restructuring, exposure therapy, interpersonal or psychodynamic approaches, and mindfulness. Today in this episode, I want to define anxiety and compare and contrast it to nervousness and fear. Hopefully, I can also offer you some motivation and a gentle push towards developing a new mindset about anxiety and healing. What is anxiety? When people mention anxiety, some people conjure up that deep sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach, shakiness, uh, feeling unsteady, having trouble falling asleep, maybe feeling edgy or nauseous or having a complete lack of appetite. Others may feel it less in their bodies and more in their minds with constant worry, uncontrollable worry, intrusive thoughts, and fear that the worst is going to happen. Sometimes the emotion is dread and apprehension. In addition, behaviorally, we want to think about anxiety and how it influences our willingness to sort of participate in the world. We notice that we might start avoiding situations that make us anxious. We notice that we might be unable to relax or concentrate. The American Psychological Association states, anxiety is an emotion characterized by apprehension and somatic symptoms of tension in which an individual anticipates impending danger, catastrophe, or misfortune. The body often mobilizes itself to meet the perceived threat. Muscles become tense, breathing is faster, and the heart beats more rapidly. Oftentimes, people use the terms anxiety, fear, and nervousness interchangeably. The difference between fear and anxiety is that fear is a reaction to a real danger or a real threat, something that is clearly identifiable. It's appropriate, it's present-oriented, and it's generally short-lived. While anxiety is a reaction to a perceived future-oriented, possibly false danger or hypothetical threat, Anxiety tends to be broadly focused, while nervousness 
is a common symptom of anxiety disorders, they're not the same thing. Nervousness is a natural response to a stressful event. It's temporary and resolves once the stress has passed. It can be controlled, even if you're someone who is more prone to nervous feelings. Everyone experiences fear when exposed to a threat. We all feel nervous from time to time, and we all experience varying degrees of anxiety. Let's look at some examples. If I have to give a presentation at work, I might feel nervous temporarily, mostly in anticipation and possibly during the presentation. However, after presenting, I am most likely to feel relieved. If I get in a car accident, I might experience fear at the time of crash. If I'm a victim of violence, I will feel fear. Universal fears are fear of heights or fear of the dark. Anxiety is likely to be in the form of worry that is uncontrollable, extremely upsetting and stressful and drains your energy. It interferes with your sleep and wears your body out. Examples of worry are, I might be worried that I'm going to arrive somewhere late. I might worry about some harm that might come to my child, my spouse, myself. I might worry about embarrassing myself. I might worry that some comment I made in a previous conversation offended someone. Worry tends to be more of a process. And when we are prone to worrying more, the content of our worrying changes throughout the day. So those are some of the examples of the differences between fear, nervousness, and anxiety. And people use these terms interchangeably. And it seems that, you know, for the most part, they are able to successfully communicate their experiences. What psychologists are trying to do is assess whether or not, though, that anxiety piece is excessive, is it intrusive, is it persistent, and does it disrupt your daily activities? Does it disrupt your job, whether or not you're able to engage in a social life, parenting? An anxiety disorder is when anxiety becomes so pervasive that it starts to impinge and impair our lives. If you have not engaged in any psychotherapy or healing journey, it is likely that the anxiety is a signal that you need to examine your life and make some changes. Reflecting on the possibility that your anxiety is the byproduct of an underlying crisis that you might have been consciously or unconsciously avoiding. What does this mean? That my career choice was wrong or that I married the wrong person? No, 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 no. But it might mean that it's time to start addressing maybe some personality traits that drive your anxiety, such as perfectionism, maybe having low self-esteem. Maybe you have really high expectations of yourself and others. Maybe you have an excessive need for approval and or be codependent. When we put others' needs before our own, and then we have the failure to recognize or ignore our own needs, we build up resentments and frustrations. And sometimes we are unconscious of them. And that typically converts to 
anxiety. Another common root cause of anxiety is unresolved issues from childhood or grief and loss that we have continued to push out of our awareness and or we have been covering over with drugs, alcohol, sex, shopping, work. Another common root cause of our anxiety is our lifestyles. Maybe we are just doing too much. Hopefully, you're beginning to see that anxiety, uncomfortable as it is, might be just the motivation you need to begin a journey of self-reflection and growth. If you're wondering whether or not you have an anxiety disorder, it would be a great idea to talk with a mental health professional. There are numerous strategies available that can help you manage your symptoms. Over the next few episodes, I'll be offering strategies that might be useful. However, my message today is that healing is often different than managing. If you are wanting to embark on a journey of unpacking the layers of defenses you have built around the areas of your psychological injuries, psychotherapy has the potential to transform your life. Okay, until next time, this is Dr. Banker. Hi, everyone. Thanks again for listening. I need to alert you that this podcast is not meant to be a substitution for mental health treatment. Although we talk about psychotherapy, this is not your psychotherapy. If listeners are interested in pursuing therapy, I would refer you to psychologytoday.com backslash US or your insurance carrier network. Music